Greetings everyone and welcome back to another episode of Plan B Success. We have Maura Barclay from Seattle today. She is a neurofacilitation specialist, an author, and a transformational leadership consultant. But prior to that, she's done quite a bit before she got to where she is. You know, she's been with uh, federal agencies, Fortune 500 companies, the US military. She's been a firefighter, a two-time uh, two title-winning bodybuilder, and a martial artist. And she's collected all of her experiences and come up with her signature program, The Soulful Leader. We'll talk about that as well. So first, let's welcome Maura and let's hear her story from herself. Welcome, Maura. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me. Plan B is such a cool concept. So I was pretty stoked when you invited me to be on your on your podcast. Uh, yeah, everything you said is true. And uh, it has all sort of created the ingredients for my signature program, Soulful Leader. And uh, originally, I wanted to work with individuals to help them make peace with their past and really step into the greatness that that they possess without any limitations or guilt or shame and as i was working with individuals it occurred to me i'm seeing a lot of really good results through the partnerships with these these wonderful people and there's only so much time i have on this planet i don't know how long i'm going to be here so i want to do more good so i've shifted very recently to work specifically with transformational coaches like myself. And I created a, a program that it's called Effortless Enrollment that it's really serve, it serves them in, on their path and journey because transformational coaches are, we're, we're kind of a, a bunch of awesome weirdos. <laughs> like we come, from, we come from very interesting, diverse backgrounds and we use all of that to help people make the shifts and awareness and expansion of consciousness. So everything that I've done has led me to this moment. And it's just so cool to be here with you. Thanks again for having me. Absolutely. So let me ask you this, you know, you mentioned that somewhere in 2016 is when you had your cancer diagnosis. And that's where you had this realization that uh, there's a deeper truth, you know, there's a more authentic self that we all have. And, and, and it's very true, you know, we spend an entire lifetime trying to cover it up and be someone else. And, you know, and the best way and the easiest way and probably the most successful way of finding what you truly deserve is being your own self, your authentic self. Talk, walk us through that experience. You know, what, what, what happened? Sure. Uh, I, I speak about cancer in a way that may be uncomfortable for some people. And I want to be very clear that I don't mean to diminish in any way anybody else's experience. I'm going to talk about my experience as I had it. To me, cancer was the greatest gift I have ever been given. And for those who have had the opportunity to look at their mortality, it does create a, an ease, a pathway to take the mask off. It really does. So when I looked down that into the abyss basically and thought, uh, well, this could be it. Would I do anything different? I recognized a couple of things. Number one, it was my suppressed anger that facilitated the entry point for this disease. It was all me. And I want to be so clear about that. I had the power. I recognized as I was sitting in my hospital bed, I had the power to give myself this disease, open the opportunity for it to flourish, which means I had the power to heal it. Now, I was in the middle of chemo when I made that discovery. So I'm like, you know, I'm just going to ride it out with the chemo right now. And it did great. I, it, I'm healed. 
Um, so that realization was very powerful to me. And the other piece of this was I was working in the female empowerment field as a consultant, as you say, Fortune 500 companies, US military. And I kept getting hired by people to help women be more powerful. I kept getting hired by men to make women more powerful. And I felt like, okay, I'm working at the, I recognized when I had cancer, I'm working at the level of symptom here. This is not the answer. We're putting Band-Aid on Band-Aid on Band-Aid. doesn't matter how powerful women become. The larger issue was that there is a great need for men to have a safe space to feel and to express and communicate without feeling like they're going to be pounced upon by, by their peer group. And you can kind of judge what a person, this is all, this all came to me during cancer. You can kind of judge how a person sees the world by how much protection they put on themselves, how much they, 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 they show up all puffed up and like ready to throw down, ready to fight. That world isn't safe to them. That's why they show up like that. And if you look at our whole world culture, it's, it's dominated by, uh, by a culture, a way of thinking, forget about the gender. It's dominated by a culture of people who are making, making decisions and creating policies that are based in fear. Safety, safety, safety. It's not safe. We got to defend, defend, defend. We got to keep it right. So all these things. And I recognize that my opportunity here, that the gifts that I have been given are to help people feel worthy, to help them make peace with their past, to help them understand the meaning behind their hardship. There is a very deep and powerful meaning. And once they, once they discover this, they're able to connect with their soul. Soulful leader was born right then and there on my hospital bed. And I recognize that I had the opportunity to work with men and women, whoever were ready to hear this, to help them extricate themselves from the prison of the ego and partner with their higher self, with whatever it is you pray to. Even atheists pretty much believe in universal consciousness. Whatever it is that is bigger than you, there's a partnership, there's a collaboration going on there. And to see your part in that, it does require letting the ego uh, actually in training the ego as a partner as well. So this was a whole journey that kind of down, I downloaded while I was being treated. And I decided I am never doing another thing. I'm never spending another breath or a moment of my time pursuing anything unless it is aligned with my soul path, unless it is aligned with my purpose and my core beliefs about our potential as a species. And it basically made me fearless. And I thought if I just face plant because I'm pursuing my dreams and that's what's meant to happen. And it is going to be the most glorious, sloppy public face plant in the history of face plants as Brene Brown says, fail daring greatly. Mm -hmm. So cancer gave me the courage to pursue what I'm doing now and risk failing uh, while I'm daring greatly. And uh, PS, it has not turned out that way. <laughs> Uh, I'm so supported by, by my non-physical teachers, by the universe itself, and we all are. And I endeavor, cancer opened my eyes at this and, and gave me the courage to endeavor to help everybody live this way. For those who are ready, those who are ready. I'm not preaching what people aren't ready to hear. Do you know what I mean? So that was my cancer journey. And I, I'm so grateful. It was my greatest teacher 
and it introduced me to the part of me that is eternal that cannot die. So that was quite a gift. You know, uh, you you you've been a two-time title-winning bodybuilder. You're a martial arts expert. Now, at any given time, while this whole diagnosis, the cancer diagnosis, was going on, did you ever, even for an iota of a second, think back and say, "Hey, I've been so disciplined in my life. You know, I've been." so active physically, I have taken care of myself and why me? Oh, kind of. Uh, I became an existentialist in 12th grade. So I understood early on that I was in charge of me and that everything that's happening is a result of something that I've done. I understood that on a basic pedestrian level. Uh, the iota of fear was who wants to hear you have cancer? Like, when my doctor said to me, I think this is cancer, when she saw the x-ray, that was like, what? It was an iota. And it was in a split second of like this little lightning rod of fear that went through me like, oh, cancer. And then I went, you know what? Hold on, what can we do, right? Let's just get into action. Let's partner and find healing solutions. And to answer your question, I did actually ask a nurse, his, his name, oh gosh, I think his name was Michael. He was wonderful. And I'm like, dude, how does this happen? And it wasn't a poor me moment ever. It was curiosity and kind of befuddlement. I'm like, I am so healthy. I, have a, I know how to do, I was juicing. You should know this. I was juicing two pounds of produce every other day, including turmeric, turmeric root, super hardcore anti-inflammatory. Nutrition has nothing to do with it. It was stress. It was suppressed emotion. I had no idea about that at the time, but I'm like, dude, how does this happen to people like me? I'm so healthy. I help people get healthy. Look at me. He's like, babies get cancer. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's true. So it's like, all right, I don't understand. I actually have, an, uh, I have a thought about children coming to this, incarnating here and uh, with, with diseases. But for adults, it is chronic stress all day long. That's it. Hmm. And then, you know, you talk about compassionate self-defense. Well, what do you mean by that? Yes. So when I was doing martial arts, it was so hard. It was just, when I mean hard, it was like spiritually hard. Cause I came from a, I came from the yoga background. I was like a yoga uh, teacher trainer. So I, I was very established in the, in the mind body space. And I noticed when I think I signed up for a, and I was doing uh, Arja Kempo, which is a very, like put the pain on, actually Kaja Kempo was put the pain on people. Uh, it was a pretty rough, it was a pretty rough martial art. And I remember I showed up for one of their like street smart train trainings, always taught by men. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I just, men don't quite understand. They're not, they're not educated in the, the dynamics of why the perpetrators are doing what they're doing. They just come from, all right, you're in the alley and it's two o'clock in the morning and three guys. I'm just like, whoa, wait a minute. Whoa. Like, first of all, how'd you get in the alley? I mean, so that was my first problem. Um, this is, this is a, a liability. I would, a gent, I would could joke around being, uh, being Jewish. The first week we always went like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What, how, why? This is, this is, this is my thing. Always ask. So I remember being in this, in this training and the guy who was teaching it is from Israel and he is a Krav Maga master, like speaking of putting the pain up. It's just like street fight. It is not a martial art. And they're teaching women to like take their belts off and wrap them around their wrists. And I'm like, no woman is gonna do that. 
there's a big disconnect here. The skills that you're teaching, there's a reason that women aren't using. I had a friend who actually had someone sneak into her apartment and, and pounce on her. And the whole time she was fighting him off, she was saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, because we don't want to hurt anybody, even people who intend us harm. This is our base nature. And I wanted to create a program that harnessed and leveraged women's affinity, let's just say, for compassion and cooperation. This is this is we are communal. This is how the babies get raised back in the day, right? It takes a village. Well, guess who's doing the village? Co women cooperating with each other, right? So I also understood the science of intuition. I understood the physiology of where it came from. And I thought if I can just demonstrate to women physiologically, like where's the signal coming from and that it's responding to something and you're not making it up and help them trust themselves and have compassion for the person who is dangerous because he wasn't born that way. He was conditioned into that. He experienced trauma, either, either witnessed or experienced. This man is a wounded child. He is terrified. He feels powerless. And he's looking for some low hanging fruit to feel powerful. That is what is happening. There's nothing personal going on here. This is a man who is in deep, deep pain. This actually helped women be able to use advanced situational skills, which I taught uh, to be able to recognize when somebody who is in their sort of bubble, right? Within the, about nine to 10 feet of them, if this person was dangerous and looking to you know, take advantage of some low hanging fruit, they're opportunists. So once women understood that, they were way less afraid because men, people who do these kinds of crimes, they're dehumanized in the news. You never hear about how did they get like that? Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's so unfair. We're all born innocent and any behaviors that aren't appropriate for society that don't work, all trained, all coming from family of origin, all of it. Okay. So it was not, I, I, the compassion piece is one, be compassionate for yourself that you might have to physically hurt somebody because you love yourself. So I was, I was helping women flip the script. So number one, you do not have to fight like a man to be safe. Number one, number two, your intuition is going to tell you when somebody's around that you need to walk away from number three, in the event you do have to defend yourself, do it because you love yourself not because you hate him. That was what compassion self-defense was all about. And PS, my book is reviewed almost half by men. They love it. It's like on page three, I'm like, ladies, if you expect man bashing, uh, get rid of this book. I won't do it because we're working in cooperation together. And it's a very distinct minority that's perpetrating the majority of these crimes. Most men are good. Most men are helpful. And most men want to empower women. So recognize that. And also all the men that are helping defend women or, you know, the counselors, the, the lawyers, the judges, the, the police officers that are all there to help women. I just want women to see, like, it's just this little group that's been just completely dehumanized and, and, and dramatized by the media, right? So I wanted to get their feet back down on the earth and let them know you already have everything. It's like the Wizard of Oz, man. You already have everything you need. Click your heels together three times. Walk like you mean it. Out you go. You're safe. You know, your book, The Unbreakable Woman, right? That's what it was called. Uh, when did you write it? I wrote that in 2013. And uh, it's Unbreakable Woman, Compassionate Self-Defense and Empowerment. It's kind of a long title. It's a bit of a mouthful. 
Yeah, and I used it actually on the strength of that book. I was hired by uh, some military contractors to teach assault prevention uh, for the US military for a couple of years, which was so awesome. And they actually codified my content. So that feels good. Federal government said, yep, thumbs up. I'm like, sweet, <laughs> it's, it's such a great little surprise. Awesome. And where do people find this book? The book's on Amazon. Awesome. Yeah. Now you also talk about uh, effortless enrollment without selling program for transformational leaders. Can you talk about that? Yes, effortless enrollment was my path to my first my first year in business, my first six figure business, and I think my my biggest my biggest week was like forty thousand dollars, and I didn't sell. I refused to sell, and. Um, so I came to this party, uh, the transformational coaching space with this big background. And um, I was really tired from the hustle. And I was just like, I was in the middle of like my third launch and it was supposed to be my offer day. And I'm like, ah, there's like the sales script and the whole thing. And I'm just like, you know what? You know what I can do we, because you've been in my training. You know, what, you know what the content is capable of. You know what this partnership is capable of, here's how much the program costs. If you feel like you are ready to jump into the, really transform, really let go of the crap that's holding you back. If you really feel ready, then here is my, my scheduling link. Please only get on the scheduling link if you're really ready. I'm not, I'm, I told them, I'm not doing sales calls. I'm not going to convince you. I can promise you, you already know. You already know whether or not you're ready. So please, Get them if you need more clarification to make sure that I am the right coach for you. Absolutely, get on my schedule. You need to have some criteria and standards to, for hiring me, and I'm going to have some criteria and standards before I say yes to you. So this was just an entirely different way to approach enrollment, and I can tell you, I enrolled 100% of the people who got on the phone with me because I had been so crystal clear in what the the, the parameters were, and so it doesn't really. It's not a high end closing rate. It's like, no, I already pre-qualified them. And I had an application to make sure that they were the right fit for my program. And so my results are also extremely high percentage wise because I don't accept people into my program unless they've gone through this really robust process. It's effortless. In fact, when I'm on the phone and I'm a five figure coach, I wanna be super clear about this. This isn't like a $500 proposal. It's five figures to work with me privately. And I had people who I, I'm like, I always tell them, I want you a little bit scared and super excited that I know you're going to rock my program. And I'm just like, get your credit card. Let's do this. And we're celebrating. We're celebrating their excitement. And also they're like, you know, like I invested five figures every time I have a coach. Why make it this whole thing? It doesn't have to be. Now, P.S. Some people love sales. They love the process. They love like going through their phone and calling everybody and being like, hey, you want to coach with me? You want me to coach you and get my coaching program? Like, that's awesome. I love that for you. I have a boutique agency. I'm not trying to work with a million people one-on-one. -on -one. I charge a lot because it's worth, it's, an, it's a legacy investment and it really, really works. My testimonials blow my mind because uh, it's not me, man. I'm like, all praise be the source. I'm just really good at getting out of the way, right? That's it. It's not me. I'm not taking the credit for any of it, um, except for getting out of the way. <laughs> so effortless enrollment is for transformational coaches who are into it. These are empaths who feel guilt and shame around charging what they're worth 
to help people heal because we all agree healing is somebody's birthright. That said, people will not show up for the hard work if they don't have skin in the game. So I help transformational coaches understand this, work on their mindset issues and their personal value. And uh, I walk them through a process that happened organically. I just, because I'm a curriculum developer, but that was my, what, what I did before I got into this business. Um, I just started to duplicate what I was doing. I'm like, I think I have a program here a year into it. I'm like, this stuff works. And I had people come to my, I did a free boot camp. This blew my mind. Actually, it wasn't even a boot camp yet. It was a, it was, I had a, an outline and like a zoom meeting. I'm like, can you just tell me if I'm crazy? Is this helpful? Cause I just, you know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And it doesn't matter if I think it's cool. So I'm like, is this helpful for you? One of the women who attended that outline review within four days, she had two private clients, $3,200. She hadn't had a client in a year, just listening to some of this mindset stuff. And I was awesome. like, okay, okay. And again, not me. I channel this stuff. And these are the people who need to help. So what I said at the very top of this show, I can help a thousand people, which is good. But if I can help a thousand coaches help a thousand people, now I have just thousand X my ability to be helpful and, and, and create good uh, positivity and love on this planet. So many people need coaches and these coaches need to learn how to stand in their power and their authority and what they're capable of. And that's what effortless enrollment is really about. And then celebrate when people are so excited to have discovered you. That's the idea. Absolutely. That's fantastic. So tell us a little bit about your organization and your other programs that you have. Well, the Soulful Leader Program is the individual program. And I only, I'm only working with a handful of people. I work with about three clients at a time because I'm changing my focus. I'm so glad you asked because I'm changing my focus a little bit. Because my programs are producing results without the one-on-one -on -one coaching, I've created evergreen versions of them. And in July, I'm going to launch my first evergreen of effortless enrollment so that people, it's, it's a fraction of, of what it costs to work with me personally. And I know it works because the testimonials have all been from me not coaching personally, just listening to the content. So that's going to be launching in July. And what I'm really excited about, and I'm, I'm just kind of forecasting this with you right now. I have the opportunity with some partners to create a, uh, it's, it's gonna be, well, let's just say it's going to be an invite only situation for only top level influencers in business, government, um, education, basically from all the sectors that create culture and influence. And uh, there's going to be uh, an invite only retreat that is in the works. Um, and I'm really excited about that. So I want the other things to be able to work on their own kind of in an automated way so I can continue to help the coaches and then put my attention and focus on helping the people who don't really just don't know how to do soulful leadership. Nobody's, nobody's taught them, you know, how to bring compassion into the boardroom. Heart centeredness is awesome, but soulfulness and recognition that you're working with human beings that's an entirely different way to run a meeting. And that's what we're after. That's what, that's, that, those are the they're people who are ready. They're ready to be ready. They're open to being open, but they don't have anyone to help them at the level that we work. 
So I'm excited about that. That's the next thing. Awesome. And where do people go and find more information about these? Well, my, my website is mytransformationalcoach.com forward slash effortless. I have a free gift for your listeners. Awesome. It's the cause, cause and effect business model, not cause and effect, cause and effect business model. It's how I leverage the third law of motion, AKA the law of attraction to build my six figure business and just, just generate this, this avalanche of, of prosperity and uh, results. So I want to introduce them to, it kind of flips to a conventional business model totally on its head, which is why it works for transformational coaches like myself. So that's a free gift for people if they want to go and, and I highly recommend it. Just go and enjoy, enjoy your life. Enjoy that. Enjoy that free gift. I'm also, I host a free show uh, on Instagram every Wednesday at 1230 PM PDT. So that's Pacific time folks. My handle is at soulful leader and they'll see in the show notes how that's spelled. It's the free lunch live. The free lunch does exist. It's real. I'm hosting it. <laughs> so I say, let's break bread and break through together. The first person to drop a question in the chat gets coaching. So come follow me and uh, you'll get a, a notice when I go live. And I would love to see, uh, see your listeners on the free lunch live. Either if they're, if they, it is plan B and they want to see how it works, right? Like, I don't know about this coaching thing. Let me see if I, I'm into it, into it. Right. And, uh, the, the free lunch live is always an adventure because I don't know the gender. I don't know the age. I don't know the ethnicity. Sometimes their, their handles aren't, it doesn't say anything about what, what or who they are. So somebody will ask a question and I have to intuit the entire thing. It is a workout for me. And so it's really fun I, uh, to be able to um, answer all kinds of different questions for people. So I hope your listeners take advantage of that opportunity. And uh, yeah, no, of course I'm on LinkedIn. I would say that uh, as Soulful Leader is probably on Instagram is, a, is the best place to find me. And if you are on Facebook and you are a transformational coach, come join the Effortless Enrollment for Coaches Facebook group. I have some of my graduates in there. They're doing a lot of stuff. There's a lot of engagement and a lot of learning going on. And uh, yeah, I'll probably start going live then in there as well. So that's what I've got. Oh, oh my gosh, how did I forget? Uh, I do master classes as well. So come and find me. They're always free. I do hour long master classes on Effortless Enrollment. So look me up. And let me and let me know you're interested, and I'll make sure that you get in on the next one. Awesome, Maura. Thank you so much for joining us today and walking us through, you know, things that actually move the needle for you in your life and how you're sharing with it with others. Before I let you go, one takeaway for the listeners: anything that you'd like to share. I think the the thing that has served me the most is understanding that it took. For me, because of my personality, it took a life-threatening disease to convince me to be honest with myself, to accept myself, to love myself, and to be courageous and pursue the life that I knew was right for me. My, my, my one thing I would like you to remember, please don't wait until you get sick. You don't have to wait you can always make a different choice tomorrow. Please, for the good of the world, be the change. Step into your courage and pursue the life that's right for you. Thank you so much. 
Wish you the very best with your programs. Wish you the very best with your life. Thank you.